Listening to Left of the Dial. I'm your host, Kitsy, and with me once again is the unspillable Caleb Coy. Oh, I hope so. Uh, because I have a glass of water on my desk, but also Penelope is here on my desk, and I'm worried that I might spill, but you've just reassured me that that won't happen. Well, I didn't <laughs> I didn't say you couldn't spill anything. You cannot be spilled. I mean There's a difference. It's all in the interpretation. It's all semantics at this point. I think that was my roundabout way of calling you a tall drink of water. Ah! So, Caleb, you have invited a guest to join us this week. I have. I have invited our uh, our mutual friend, Janelle, who uh, both of us at one point or another have uh, been co-employed with, and we're, we're very, very thrilled. Janelle, welcome. Welcome yeah, to the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, thank so you for... So awesome to be on. ...for joining us. And Janelle, you do a, uh, a radio show of your own, and that's... Uh, is that on... That's terrestrial radio, correct? Yes. Uh, the, the real deal. Yeah, the station is KXSF. Um, it's a community radio station in San Francisco. Uh, I have a show called Supper Sessions. Uh, I've been doing it since August of 2017. That's awesome. Yeah, so we are low-powered, uh, oh. but we are on the FM dial uh, that can only be reached in the lovely city of San Francisco, uh, 102.5 FM. Nice. Yeah. And that's, uh, what, that's also, like, that's, well, I say also, we're recording this on a Sunday evening, but you usually mm. do your show on Sunday evenings, correct? 
Yeah, yeah, it's bi-weekly um, from 5 to 7 p.m. Pacific. That's awesome. So if you're in the San Francisco area and are not already listening, you should definitely check that out every other Sunday. Yes. Uh, and and you can stream worldwide at What? K- yes. That was going to be my next question. Uh, the website is kxsf.fm and, uh, from there you can kind of launch into, uh, the various apps, you know, the tune in app. We do actually have a KXSF, um, app that you can stream. Uh, but we've got 24 seven programming now, which is pretty rad. That is awesome. Yeah. It, when I was, when I joined up a few years ago, it was just me with the exception of there were two other women, um, but just a bunch of dudes, <laughs> a bunch of dudes. And it was just pretty loose. Like it was, I had, I had started with a three hour show, but it was like, Hey, like how much time can you fill? Can you, can you go another hour? Can you go a couple more hours? Like (laughs) you just, you just do you. Um, so yeah, now it's, it's very like, you know, we, we've got the transitions and it's pretty tight. Um, but it's pretty awesome to have like such an eclectic array of, uh, you know, it's all volunteer run. So, um, complete like nonprofit station and, um, yeah, just like a really great eclectic group of folks and, and shows. So, yeah. That's so cool. And I definitely want to talk more about that experience. But uh, I also, like, we, you know, as someone who's is very into music and to sharing that music, we brought you in to talk about some of uh, your favorite picks from the uh, the year of 2020. Ooh, uh, the, the year, year of the dumpster fire. The year <laughs> of the never ending dumpster fire. Uh, and so to that effect, what did we hear coming into the episode today? So we just heard Leanne La Havas Paper Thin from her album Leanne La Havas. Leanne La Havas was actually uh, was an artist we, we talked about earlier this year. So when you uh, mentioned her uh, whatever uh, track from her newer record for this, I got really excited. Oh, uh, me too. I, I looked... When you had invited me onto the show, I went and scoped out the shows that y'all or the records that y'all had previously reviewed. And I was like, oh, hell yeah. Listen <laughs> to this one. Yeah. I mean, Blood was such a great, great mm, record. And, so good. Um, this one, I think, had already had either already come out when we reviewed that or it was like very close to it. Yeah. Um, she was releasing singles at least. Yeah. Mm. And so like I was so stoked to go back and listen to it and this song has so much groove to it and it, like <sighs> it's like that feeling that I got when when we were listening to and then uh, subsequently talking about blood that just came right back mm-hmm. from the first few notes of the the bass groove and mm. her her voice is so gorgeous. It really oh, is. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god. And then y'all had talked about um you know the tiny desk Yes. Concert that she did. And then she is one of those that actually did one of the at home versions. Yep. So, yep. Yeah. That's pretty phenomenal as well. So, I mean, we all know how amazing she is, but talk to me. Uh, well, talk to us. Sorry. Wow. No, don't just talk to Caleb. Don't <laughs> talk, talk do not to, address talk me. Talk to me specifically. <laughs> Only address me. No. Talk to us about 
uh, why you picked this uh, song uh, and why you included this record as one of your, your picks for the year? Yeah. Um, well, I would say that the song that landed Lan Lahavas and this particular album on my radar um, was not necessarily this song, but it was her cover, um, Weird Fishes. So okay. she, it, don't y'all do a, an episode about like what makes a good cover as well? I think we've talked about yeah in the, the past because we, we encounter covers every now and then. Okay. I don't think we've ever done a specific cover episode, but that gives me a really good idea for next year. So oh, <laughs> write that okay. one down. Uh, yeah, so track seven, Weird Fishes, Radiohead cover. It is phenomenal. Um, and And so I was like, oh, man, I am feeling this voice. I'm feeling this groove. Um, and that's really like where I started, uh, just delving into her previous album, Blood, um, and then, you know, just really digging into like everything that I could find, you know, from the tiny desk (laughs) shows to, uh, then once she released the whole album, um, I am very, uh, very, drawn into albums based on uh, lyrics um Mm -hmm. so if if there are you know lyrics that run deep that i can tap into and relate to like i i definitely am a sucker um i have gone through some some like unexpected loss this year uh, very consistent with, you know, dumpster fire, Yeah, but, uh, also a pretty unexpected breakup, uh, as well. And so, so definitely this album lyrically just really like, yeah, runs deep. <laughs> uh, this particular song, Paper Thin, um, you know, I think that it, to me, like lyrically, she really goes into the fact that this is a person that she cares very deeply about, that she believes in, um, that has such great potential. And when they want to show it, it's just like the most beautiful, you know, uh, uh, share that, that and connection that you'll have. But, um, but they really like try to keep things too close and they're protecting themselves. And, you know, ultimately you get the sense that they just don't love themselves. Um, you know, so you can't be the only person who is believing in that person, um, and like lifting them up when they just don't believe in them in themselves. And, uh, that, resonates with me a lot, um, particularly in this most recent relationship that I've been in. Um, so yeah. (laughs) She has a really interesting way that I think comes through like really well in this song of conveying very complex feelings in a very simple structure. 
Mm-hmm. Like they, there's there's not like there's a lot of repetition in the lyrics of the song, uh, and if you just break it down by like sentences said, there's not a lot spoken, but mm. there's a lot said, and I I, I like the way that you uh, like dived into that. I think that 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 really uh, is the the key to it of like <clears throat> where you know she says I just just let me love you. I want to love you. Like you're you're. Absolutely. Give me the, the other key like, to give your heart. me the other key. Right. I mean, you know, love yourself or you can't love no one else. Like, I know your pain is real, but you won't let it heal. Like, I am just like, oh, girl, <laughs> girl, I feel you. Um, you know, and, and I, I also remember because I, I do think that this is an album where uh, she goes through phases, you know, Um there's certainly a lot of like, just like, Ooh, I'm feeling you. Like, let's put on this groovy tune and like, get it on. And (laughs) I certainly, I mean, when this, when this album came out and I picked it up, I was still with this person. And I certainly was like, uh, come on over. We're going to throw on this vinyl and just have a makeout party because, you know, I mean, it definitely just is like, mm, like just, yep. it's, oh, it's so groovy and warm and makes you want to cuddle up. But when you really like tap into the lyrics, I think that, you know, the messages just go a lot deeper. Yeah, she has this way with like such a like her uh, just really gorgeous, powerful voice combined with these like simple but like really like cut right to your heart lyrics. Mm-hmm. Just oh. absolutely, yeah. <laughs> so it occurs to me that I don't think we actually said what we're doing this week uh, out loud oh, on true. the podcast. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so. This might get confusing if we don't actually say it. Normally we cover one record a week, but this time instead of doing a deep dive into a single record since we're wrapping up uh, the end of the year here. So we've invited our friend Janelle here to talk about uh, five records that really kind of struck a chord with her this year. So not mm. necessarily like a best of 2020 or a you know countdown or anything like that, but just like five records that really just really meant something for one reason or another. Top five Desert Island. Sure. <laughs> of 2020, though. Yes, indeed. Yes. And so with that I, said, uh, sorry, Caleb, you were going to say something. I, just, I, I love the way that this format came out because, uh, as we've said several times on this show, the whole point was uh, to introduce ourselves and each other to new music. Uh, and there's a whole world of stuff that sits outside of my normal field of vision, mm-hmm. uh, so to speak, uh, that when asking an, someone new to come in and and you know, present like, this is what I want to talk about. Uh, it makes me step outside of that. And so like, you know, we've talked about, you know, Leon LaHavis is someone that I have encountered before, you know, through this podcast. The rest of this is like so totally new to me. And like, yeah. it's, it's such a great example of why we do this. And so before we even get <laughs> well, too far into nervous. it. I was a little nervous. I was like, y'all, I, I don't, I don't, I was like, I'm not quite <laughs> cool enough to come on this show. I know y'all listen to like a lot of like, garage punk i mean you know i remember like when kitsy was in oakland and like i knew what he was listening to jawbreakers and i'm just like i'm okay i'm over here just listening listening to my indie bands well you know i love it caleb and i uh we we have a very wide appreciation of music uh it's just that it's just that we tend to stay in our lane a lot 
Um, it's it's you know it's one of those things. It's hard to break out into genres you don't normally listen to because you don't yeah. really know where to start or where to go. And so it's always nice to have someone who has like a different lane than you to come in and say, "Hey, listen to these five songs," and then you end up going like, "Wow, these are really cool," and I never would have listened to these otherwise. Oh yeah, um, right. Yeah. And I think I think a really good example of that, and this is gonna be my my nice little segue into another song, if, if no yeah. minds here. Um, <laughs> a really good example uh, of that to me is uh, the Fiona Apple track that you you picked. Yeah, we can kick it off with Fetch Bolt Cutters. I've been thinking about when I was trying to be your friend. I thought it was then, but it wasn't. It wasn't genuine. I was just so furious, but I couldn't show you, cause I know you, and I know what you can do, and I don't want a war with you, I won't afford it, you get sore even when you win. And you maim when you're on offense, but you kill when you're on defense, and you've got them all convinced that you're the means and the end, all the VIPs and PYTs and wannabes, afraid of not being your friend. And I've always been too smart for that, but you know what, my heart was not. I took it like a kid, you see. The cool kids voted to get rid of me. I'm ashamed of what it did to me, what I let get done. It stole my fun, it stole my fun. Fetch the bolt cutters, I've been in here too long. Fetch the bolt cutters, I've been in here too long. Fetch the bolt cutters, I've been in here too long. listened to Fiona Apple since uh, Criminal, and that's the real crime. <laughs> Title. I, <laughs> I, I honestly I was working on that joke that. all day. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm going to express my ignorance. Like, 
is this a comeback record or has she been making music this whole time and I just didn't know? She has been, uh, this is her fifth album, I believe. Okay. Yeah, but title also, I mean, her that first album like that goes deep with me as well. And Criminal is definitely my go-to karaoke song. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was that was that was the 90s, wasn't it? Oh yeah. Title yeah. was 96. I remember listening to that Shit. album in my like discman. Um <laughs> it was like the first time that my family from Indiana came out to California. And I was in a minivan stuck with my sister, seven years younger than me, in fourth grade playing the recorder. Oh, and man. and I'm all like angsty teenager playing some Fiona Apple, like all the way up the coast from San Diego up to Tahoe over Utah. I mean, that's actually kind of badass, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, yeah, Fiona Apple and I... Whew, we thick. We thick. <laughs> <laughs> what a name. That's the name of the album as well, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it is. Um, and evidently the story behind that is uh, Fetch the Bolt Cutters was actually one of the last songs from the um, record that she wrote. And uh, mm. she decided on that title she was like watching some show with her roommate and uh it was some badass chick who goes to like you know rescue this other person and she's like i need to fetch the bolt cutters and uh, apparently fiona apple was like that's it like that is the name of the new album nice i think i've seen that too yeah, as soon I, as she started saying like it was from a from a show, I'm like, that sounds really familiar. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's see. If- You'll have to let me know. I'm I'm sure I can dig in and and find out. Or you know, we all have these devices right in front of us. <laughs> Any of us could. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, and I I also threw in ladies. You know, that's when I said, can I have a tie? for the tracks, uh, because I think just like what got me, you know, just like, Oh, you know, I'm, I'm listening to some popular tracks off the album that was just released. And I was like, Ooh, yeah. Ladies, ladies, (laughs) ladies, ladies. Um, I'm like, okay, I'm feeling this. And like, you just kind of like have a listen through and then you have the next listen through and you're like, okay, now I'm listening to the lyrics a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I think just like in terms of what felt catchy, like ladies initially got me with my favorite track. Um, but yeah, fetch the bolt cutters. I think just, you know, again, like the message, just the overall message of this whole fucking album is just, Oh, it's so solid. <laughs> I mean, I, I think that you know, the whole theme of the song is about you know, f- figuring out how to break yourself out of whatever like has you trapped, whatever prison you're mm-hmm. in. And I think that idea of like feeling stuck in other people's expectations of you or the, the mold that was set for you before you had a, a say in the matter, uh, mm-hmm. you know, that can be as much of a, a prison as anything. Uh, so I, I, I definitely, like, it's a very powerful message. Yeah, absolutely. I, uh, you know, I'm 
from the Midwest as well. And uh, Kitsy, are you from, you had like some time in Chicago, right? Yeah, I lived in Chicago, I think, I think two or three times, depending on how you count it. And uh, (laughs) I remembered that being like something we had in common. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, certainly that feeling of um, not really knowing, like, like the only thing that I knew was that I didn't belong in Indiana. Um, And I was sort of always from as, as young as I can remember, like aiming to get myself to Chicago, you know, and, and that was for a Fort Wayne, Indiana girl, like the big city for me. Yeah. You know? So, um, yeah, it's really interesting. Like I was always like, I felt always sort of destined for like California as well. Uh And, and, um, you know, for my folks to just be like, we don't know where you came from. Like, we don't know, <laughs> like, how you even got to be, like, how you got to be as, like, independent or as mm-hmm. um, open-minded or, you know, uh, all all the things that I feel like if I would have stayed in Indiana, I just wouldn't have truly been able to like spread my wings and like really grow into this person that I felt deep down. I was like destined to, to be. I I definitely feel that. I mean, my, <laughs> my wanderlust knows no bounds and I have been to many corners of the earth uh, yeah. for, for, for work and pleasure. And, uh, and it's funny cause like my mom won't leave the house after dark and mm-hmm. so it's like, mm-hmm. we, we could not be more opposite, but yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of wild. Cause like I grew up, I didn't grow up in Indiana, but I grew up in a small town in, in Pennsylvania, which I feel like is very similar. Mm-hmm. Um, and just always, I, I always felt that desire. Like I just don't want to be here and I don't think I really had anywhere in particular I wanted to go. I just knew I wanted to go somewhere else. And so I went to a lot of somewhere else's. And now here I am back in Pennsylvania somehow. Uh, <laughs> it's funny how that works. But, uh, you know, at least I'm in Philadelphia, which is like kind of a real place. Yeah, exactly. Hey, I'm all for, I mean, yeah. We were we were very proud of Philadelphia. Yes. <laughs> With the yes. elections. Yes. <laughs> I actually did a... Um, I, I did a supper sessions right after the election results. Uh, I had a whole other concept of what the show was going to be. And I was like, no, 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 we're, we're doing a, like a new beginnings show and it's just going to be like celebration music. And I think I played, um, what Elton John, like, <laughs> what is the Philadelphia? I don't know. It was, it was great. It was a fantastic <laughs> fantastic night of celebrating <laughs> yes I, I, I think uh i think if i'm if i'm being completely honest we we owe it all to gritty i think he really yes. uh p- pulled through and and saved us well, um, you know I, I don't know how i don't know how but he he did it somehow because you see here's the thing gritty did not exist at least as far as we know in 2016 mm. and and pennsylvania went red in 2016 and now gritty's here and everything's fine. So you can't, you can't argue with that. 
Gritty came about as a result of Philadelphia's collective fuck around and find out mentality. I mean, yes, Gritty basically is fuck around and find out personified, I think. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I love that, like, like Gritty, Gritty became and collectively Philadelphia went, what the fuck is that? And then, like, the next day, the rest of the world was like, what the fuck is that? And Philadelphia collectively got together and went, fuck you, Gritty's a national treasure. <laughs> like, overnight. <laughs> I really was, too. Like, like was overnight. Because so like, at first, Philly was like, what the hell is this thing? But then, like, you know, it's like, we could say that because we're from here. But as soon as someone else outside of Philly said, it's like, hey, you watch your mouth, buddy. <laughs> That's our Gritty. <laughs> oh, my God. That... I, that is the, the perfect explanation because as an outsider, I witnessed that happen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, we should probably take a break. So, and I should probably go like change my address or something so Gritty can't find me. Uh, so we're going to hear ladies off of Fetch the Bolt Cutters by Fiona Apple and uh, take a quick break here from our sponsor. We come back, we'll talk about a few more records that really uh, connected with Janelle this year. So stay tuned. Ladies, 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 ladies. Ladies, 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 ladies. Ladies, 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 ladies. Ladies, 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 ladies. On the lumina effect and the parallax view And the figure and the form and the revolving door That keeps turning out more and more Good women like you Yet another woman to whom I won't get through Ooh, My nation's on the lumina effect and the parallax view And the figure and the form and the revolving door Shift Radio production. Night Shift Radio is a modern media company bringing you shows that entertain, inform, and most importantly, provide an escape. Never Heard of It dives into the world of bad, obscure, and sometimes just weird movies. Follow along with the crew of Set Condition One as they experience the 2004 sci-fi hit Battlestar Galactica one episode at a time. Each week on Left of the Dial, we explore a new record or revisit an old favorite. 
We'll bring in guests to talk about their own music and the state of the industry. The Superpod HeroCast. Guys with beers talking about movies with capes. They draw a random comic-inspired movie from Thor's helmet and offer thorough, insightful, and humorous commentary. And once a month, tune into the Storyteller series and get lost in the magic of a good old-fashioned radio drama. Learn more about these fine shows at nightshiftradio.com and subscribe on your favorite platform.
you're still listening to Left of the Dial. I am still Kitsy. Caleb is still unspillable. I almost fell over earlier, but nothing spilled. That's good. That would be bad <laughs> if something spilled out of you when you fell over. I think that's I think that's how people die. I think you're right. <laughs> and of course, we are still talking with uh, our friend Janelle Lynch about uh, some records that really connected with her this year in 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 2020 the the ongoing dumpster fires i believe hello, we called hello. it indeed indeed top five desert island of of the dumpster fire of the dumpster fire uh the dumpster <laughs> fire the, year top of the five. dumpster fire yeah. yeah can you imagine being stuck on a desert island but like there's also just a dumpster fire on the island <laughs> that's all that's on the island <laughs> that's, is a dumpster that's fire this year. that's this year that's how it <laughs> truly is although i mean as we were just talking like things are looking up Things are looking up, y'all. Janelle, what's uh, what's the next record we're talking about? What song did we just hear coming back from the break? Yeah, we just listened to the track Free from Salt's Untitled Rise album. I love that it's untitled, but also has a title. Mm. Yeah, what's up with yeah, that? Yeah, that's, that's, their, that's their second release this year. Um, so they just like... They were really coming in hot, coming in hot with the dumpster fire. <laughs> uh, you're the dumpster fire. So they had previously released uh, Untitled Black Is. Okay. So um, that was uh, like really as a response with um, Breonna Taylor, George Floyd, and then they released Rise to follow that album, which is uh, a, a lot more to do with revolution and healing, um, obviously with the title Rise. It's, um, yeah, it's, it's a pretty powerful album, uh, especially if, you know, just like listening from beginning to end. And, and the, uh, I mean, the track names on this record very much embody that as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, oh, man. <laughs> yeah, I, I chose this album uh, just because of, you know, I think it is an incredible album from top to bottom. But, you know, also I think just like, nothing is more relevant this year. Um, the messages on these tracks, they're just so raw and, um, really like poignantly delivered. Uh, and I think that a lot of artists have like really been like, fuck it. I'm going to just put it all out there and like truly just, you know, lyrically, especially like like say what needs to be said, um, and feel more freedom, uh, and support to do so. I mentioned that I had some thoughts on this song, uh, and this is not at all a jab at the song because the song is fantastic. Uh, what my first impression was, uh, have I heard this in a commercial? And I say that because mm. brands take really great songs like this and just bastardize them for like mm-hmm. 
like check out my clothing line or my perfume or whatever and i fucking hate it but like this mm. like the, this opening bass line is so funky so groovy uh and like the vocals are so like well i i mean the song title mm. free like that's how the vocals feel like it feels like she's very free and mm. like you just you get that feeling from her uh and so like my first thought goes to all right what fucking shitty commercial did i hear this song in uh <laughs> But it goes from this like really, really funky bass groove to this like delicate synth pop. And mm. I love that transition then and that's that's as technical as I'm gonna get, y'all. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh but like at, like as you're approaching the end of the course, like you like if you know the structure of songs like this, like you anticipate and you feel that moment where that bass line is going to come right back and it mm-hmm. does. And like, it's just, it's so satisfying. Mm, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would, this and like, there's the other track that I was kind of going back and forth. I just want to dance. Um, that was another one that I, you know, it's like, it's like for how um, just, when you listen, especially when you listen to like Black Is, the untitled Black Is, and then, you know, kind of just let it flow into this album Rise, mm-hmm. um, you know, it, there's there's some heavy stuff. I mean, uh, there's, I think, I think it's Little Boy and just, you know, she's talking about like, I'm going to tell you the story, little boy. Like I'm going to tell you straight up the story about the men who wear blue. Like it's, oh man. Like I think that it has a really good balance, especially um, just given, you know, that contrast of like the, the black is to Mm -hmm. rise and sort of what they were trying to kind of convey um, with this sort of like, we're now working towards like revolution and resistance and healing and, um, yeah, it's, it's a good balance, I think. And I actually really want to listen to these records back to back and get that, the, the full yeah. experience. Yeah. yeah. Me too. You should, you should. But I, I don't honestly, I mean, I don't know. I think I had, yeah, I'd mentioned that, um, that I had discovered this group from the Pollen playlist, uh, I know really nothing else besides the fact that there's not a whole lot on the internet about this group. <laughs> they're sort of, uh, you know, like where where did they come from? And <laughs> and they're not, you know, they're not doing this. They're they're do, truly doing this for the love of like getting that message out and, you know, the importance of, of doing that. Um, but you know, it's, yeah, uh, they're not doing it to, I don't know, for the fame. I'm sure they're making some good money, but which they should be. (laughs) We can hope. Yeah. Maybe not actually, because, you know, nowadays it's all like, Based like, on you're making music from going around touring and stuff, so yes, yeah. so I don't think any anyone in music is making money this year, unfortunately. <laughs> it's 
is true. Although, do we know if uh, if they have a band camp? I will look for uh, all, all the artists we talk about today and any that have a band camp page. I'll make sure to, to put in the show notes because uh, this is a great place for us to say, as we always do, if you're able to support these artists directly. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's hard enough making money as a musician in the best of times. Mm-hmm. But this year, when you can't even get out and play for people and like make that, you know, the, the cover from the door or like the merch sales or anything like that, like it's, it's nigh impossible. And, you know, Bandcamp is probably the play, best place, uh, shy of, you know, cash apping or Venmo <laughs> or like you know, directly like, you know, depositing into their bank accounts to get money into the hands of, of artists. So um, absolutely, if you, if you like what you're hearing and, and want to support them, like that's a great way to do it. So we'll we'll definitely include links, uh, and yeah. uh, of course, uh, don't let our links be the the extent of your discovery. Yeah, and you know, record store day just being Friday, it's like if you can. You know, don't just if you're if you're buying music for people as gifts or whatever, just, you know, go either directly to the artist websites um, or support your local record stores. Um, It's true. If you have one, find a way to support them, too, Mm -hmm. because you might not have them much longer if you don't. Exactly. That's yeah, I, I hit up two of them this weekend, so. Uh, well, speaking of records, we have a couple more to talk about. We do. That was a terrible segue. No, that was great. I love it. Ooh, uh, let's hit up some uh, Kruenbin.
the guitar work on this is very Johnny Marr-esque. Like, I could hear these, like, lead lines on a Smith song, for sure. Mm. And I thought that was really cool, because this does not sound like the Smiths at all uh, otherwise, but uh, those guitar <laughs> lines, are, are they definitely grabbed me right away. Yeah. I am such a sucker for, like, psychedelic funk boogie disco is definitely right up there and I think they do a damn good job um I think this is just you know nothing lyrically necessarily too deep with this particular album but um because a lot of their stuff is there, it's instrumental anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, however, I I do like the concept of of this song and the fact that it does have lyrics. Um, they uh, so we won't forget. I live by my reminders app. I don't know about <laughs> y'all, but like I I have a overwhelming amount of things right now in my sort of like home to do's. Um, but I think, uh, I'm pretty well known in my family and friend group as just like people are like, no, no, don't, don't ask Janelle if she remembers that, you know, the answer, (laughs) like friends having to jog my memory. Um, yeah, they're, they're the memory joggers for sure. Um, just like whether it's shows that we've seen or things that we've done. So, uh, so I kind of like, you know, even just, just the, the, uh, (laughs) concept, the lyrical concept of of this ideas as well on this track. I haven't listened to enough of the rest of this record to get a sense for like the, you know, typically instrumental, this song has lyrics and whatnot. Mm. Uh, but there's something like, especially delicate about the melody of this song, especially mm-hmm. over the like the the funky bass line and the very wet guitar lines. Mm-hmm. And then there's just this really like breathy, delicate, you know, writing it down now so we won't forget. And I'm just like mm-hmm. I, like it just drew me right in. And like I, I, like it's it's more impactful than I expected it to be. Um, Good. But there there's a there's an unverified fun fact. Uh, I, if if you listen to enough of the, the show, you'll know that I reference Genius.com a lot. Uh, and Caleb is uh, actually it, sponsored by Genius.com. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> uh, it's it it's great in a way because it's so like like crowdsourced and like community curated, and so you can get uh, a lot of really interesting factoids, and uh, you can get lyrics up. Uh, without necessarily having to have them be published by the, the band anywhere. Uh, they're often wrong, uh, and that's why I like, try to, to reference a lot of this stuff with a, a grain of salt. But this specifically is noted as a, an unverified fact, but uh, stated as it was originally it written in E major, and they changed it to D major in order to accommodate the band's vocal ranges, which goes along with the, the really like breathy, beautiful... Uh, melody line. Uh, but because mm. of that, uh, the, the bassist had to relearn her part uh, in, uh, that had been written months before, like completely relearn and transpose it. Uh, and 
well, that doesn't necessarily seem like a lot. Like I feel that I've had to do that. And mm-hmm. like, even just changing like one key, like one whole step down or something like that can just totally mm. fuck your brain up. Mm. <laughs> and so like I read oh, that, I'm man. like, oh, oh, Laura Lee. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> That's where I would just detune the bass a whole step and play it normally. <laughs> Or, or like, can't you can't you do that in the like in the editing? Like, wouldn't you be able to, to you know, use, as, use all the tech wizardry? It would it probably actually take more work to do that than yeah. it would to oh. like relearn the part or do Kitsy's solution, just changing the tuning. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, when and the thing is when you when you mess with pitch like that like post recording it never ends up sounding mm. exactly right which is surprisingly a really good segue into the last song ah. that you picked <laughs> which uh i guess we'll talk about now if that's okay sure let's do it this was the only one i didn't like okay out of okay, this whole fair. out of this whole thing and it's it's only one specific thing i don't like about it like i think the song in general is fine but um, they they do that that thing that um, a lot of pop is doing now, where they like detune the vocals like an octave oh, below, yeah. and it just and it's like it's just the 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 format on the the vocal changes in, in a way that like it just grates on me and I hate it. Like I just mm. don't like that effect uh, because yeah. it's, to me it's very obvious that like you've just pitched down the singer. You didn't get like a different singer to come in and sing it lower, mm. um, and that's. That I, I, I just I hate that like effect and it's becoming like a style that people are doing in a lot of like pop music now and it's it's a trend I don't really care for. Um, mm. Other than that, I think the song was great, but like that one thing just stuck out to me. I was like, this is this isn't my jam. Uh, yeah, but, fair, uh, fair. Well, but, you know, and I, I I gotta I gotta say, with Sylvanesso, it's uh, it's a there it is. Two, oh yeah, we should say the name of the song, huh? <laughs> I didn't do so, that, did I? Sylvanesso, uh, the final top five Desert Island album of Dumpster Fire 2020 is uh, Sylvanesso's album Free Love. Uh, the track that I chose was Train. Yes. And that I, I chose that track sort of based on just like the vibe. And I knew that this was going to be confrontational uh, because I am totally a like pop music snob where if there is an artist or, you know, a particular track that then all of a sudden goes like mainstream, I'm just like, Meh, nope, <laughs> nope, not into it. Not like I'm like, Pop in general is is the genre that I probably steer clear of the most. Um, if you notice, Taylor Swift is not on my top five <laughs> records uh, of this year. However, Folklore is a beautiful record. Evidently, like that is that is like the album for so many people, um, and I I probably should give it a fair shot and like go through from beginning to end and, and listen all the way through. Um, if, if I can make a suggestion, like it's a beautiful record. Uh, I wouldn't say that it's a D record, but it's a beautiful record, mm. but she also actually just like did like a full, like stripped down re-recording of it. And that's where oh. I would start if I were you. 
Okay. Yeah. That sounds a little bit more. Up that sounds more like your jam. My alley. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, but so Sylvanesso, it's, you know, two people, you know, this, this partnership of a man and a woman. And, um, she live is something to witness. Uh, and so I think for me, like this was definitely an album that took me a few listens. Um, and same, honestly, with like fetch the bolt cutters, uh, I wanted, like, I was waiting for that fucking album to be released for so long that when I listened to it the first time, I was just kind of like, okay, like, that's (laughs) it. You're, like, banging on a bunch of stuff in various places that you recorded. Like, you know, I, yeah, but, but I you know, the more that I listened to it and the more that I listened to the Sylvanesso like all the way through, it just potentially was something that like my soul needed this year. Like I, there, there are some songs that I truly like, um, the track and I sent to Caleb free, like, Free is the track that I just was like, oh, like, if you really, if you really want to, like, know me, what's, like, in my heart, uh, lyrically, that is, that is the track that I would choose. Um, But if y'all just, like, listen to that, you'd be like, okay, cool, Janelle. Like, (laughs) it just, you know, that was, that's just something that's more, um, I don't know, deeper to to just me as, as a person, as a human, but, um, but yeah, Sylvanesso seeing them live, she wears these like platinum sneakers and she is just like dancing and the energy is up and it is just like, oh, like I think it just maybe having that experience to tap into, especially during this time where we felt so cooped up. Like it really, I don't know. This is one of those albums that I'm just like, I'm just going to throw it on and I'm going to dance around my living room. And I don't have to necessarily like get too deep and dissect it. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. So, uh, so like this particular track train, I also really like rooftop dancing. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, it was doesn't? it was hard. It was hard to like choose. Yeah, <laughs> it was hard to choose <laughs> to choose the track from this because I just yeah I I felt like I threw this album on my list as like a overall like it's just like the vibe um, that I just like need like I my soul just needs it. Uh, on that note, I think we should probably uh, wrap up the podcast here. Yeah. Uh, so Janelle, thank you so much for joining us and sharing uh, some music with us, especially yeah, some stuff too that's fun. not really in our uh, our wheelhouse. So that was that was cool to uh, you know get a little uh, get a little uncomfortable. Uh, but Janelle, where can our listeners find you? Both on like social media, where can they find your radio show? Anything else mm. you want to plug? Yeah, yeah. Uh, if you are interested in tuning in to any future supper sessions. Um, I'm on Instagram. Uh, handle is Supper Sessions. 
Uh, and then the radio station is KXSF Radio. Um, if you're interested in both of those handles, uh, we're also on Facebook. Um, you know, the radio station in general, just go to KXSF.FM. Uh, we got some cool merch. Um, and yeah, we've, we've got a bunch of neat content on neat. It's neat, uh, on the website. Um, but it's just, it's like I said, I mean, it's all homegrown, like hundred percent volunteer run. Um, we've got a great like web team, um, amazing program manager. It's yeah, it's just been a lot of fun to sort of be part of that and, and really kind of see it grow and blossom. Um, yeah. Uh, I think, you know, in terms of like the, the radio show, that's, that's what I got. I'm pretty much just on the Instagrams. Oh, and I do have, um, a Mixcloud site. So, uh, Mixcloud is where I've had, um, recorded spots. So mixcloud.com forward slash supper sessions. Um, you can see some, some shows on there, listen to some shows that goes like very early back in the day. Um, I pretty much only put shows that I've had guests primarily, or if it's, if it's like of like true significance, I guess to me, I don't, I don't just like record every show where I just play, you know, supper soundtracks and music and stuff. But thanks so much for having me on. Yeah, it was thank- so good to see both of your faces. And uh, yeah, it was really fun. So yeah. feel honored to be invited. Well, thanks so much for coming. It was uh, happy to make you feel uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> well, now I do feel uncomfortable. <laughs> uh, Caleb, if, uh, if people wanted to find more about us and all the wacky things we do, where would they want to go? Well, you can uh, you can find out all about uh, you know we we've mentioned some of the other shows as well as uh, Left of the Dial. You can visit nightshiftradio.com slash shows uh, and check out all of the uh, currently five active shows. But we've got a lot more uh, great stuff in the works uh, in the coming months and years ahead. Uh, so keep your eyes there, uh, and uh, yeah, we we may surprise you. We may not. Like I don't know. Who knows? We, we, we probably spoiled the surprise at this point. Yeah. Uh, but Kitsy. Where else can they find out about us? Oh, well, they can find out about us at leftofthedial.fm, which is our uh, official website. And it's not the fake one. That's the official one. Uh, <laughs> please don't go to the fake one. It's very fake. Very not official. Uh, that's where you can find this episode, all of our past episodes, and probably most of our future episodes as well. There will be uh, show notes with links to just about everything we've talked about, assuming we remember to put them in. Uh, that's Caleb's job. Reminders so. app. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's Caleb's job. So tweet at him oh, if he forgot. Oh. And uh, yeah, you can go there. You can also, of course, find us at Left of the Dial PC on the Instagram and the Twitter. Uh, that is uh, Left of the Dial PC. The PC does stand for podcast, not personal computer. Just so everyone's aware. Um, I don't know why I have to keep saying this, but apparently I do. So uh, I'm gonna keep saying it till you all get it right. Yep. <laughs> Uh, so we are going to hear Train by Sylvan Esso to take us out of the podcast this week. 
Uh, and we've got a pretty special, cool thing coming up next week that I can't tell you about yet because we haven't figured it out quite yet, but we're gonna, and it's gonna be fun, and it's gonna be great, and you're gonna love it. So uh, make sure you subscribe to to catch that. This has been Left of the Dial. I have been Kitsy. Caleb has been Koi. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll be back next week. Give me a ticket to ride the train. Wind in my hair, nothing in my brain. Pop music made me go insane Four on the floor and the tracks keep changing Give me a ticket to ride the train Not a train, but a private plane It's an electric slide in my DMs Requested if you want, but you'll be buried in the end You're breathing heavy, I can't wait I'm not aggressive, I'm just again